All right, welcome to Season 2, Episode 13 of Crazy James Speaks. I am your host, Crazy James. Yeah, it's been a little while since I've said anything. Uh, Why? Well, I was so incredibly wrong on my hockey predictions that I had to hide in shame for a while. I don't know why. It only had three listens according to my uh, stats on there, but we'll move past that and we'll go on. Today I'm going to talk about something, uh, you know what, I'm going to be maybe a little controversial. I don't think everybody's going to like what I say today. I'm going to talk about the upcoming election for the country of Canada. I'm going to talk about our next federal election. And you might be surprised by what I have to say about it. All right, see you on the other side. All right, so let's talk about the next election, the next federal election that we're going to have here in Canada. Where to where to start with this? There's a lot to there's a lot to unpack. Well, the election that's about to happen is it has its roots back well, really all the way back in 2015. Elections tend to bleed into each other. And that's what's happening with this one. Oh, well, how about we start with this? We'll get into the Why do I think there's going to be an election? It hasn't been called. Not officially, of course. But we are in a minority government situation. Okay? Which means that the party that has the most seats has less than half of them. Now, to to have a a full majority in the House of Commons in Canada, you have to have 170 seats. That gives you enough votes that even if everybody else votes against you, it doesn't matter because you've got more than everybody else. Currently, the Liberal government has 155 seats. Okay, so they are 15 seats short of an outright majority. And I know there's a lot of people, because I live in Alberta. You know, if there's any of you that are outside of... uh, If there's any of you listening to this that don't actually know me, I live in the province of Alberta, and this is traditionally conservative country. Okay, okay. Every MP, member of parliament in Alberta, is a conservative, except for one. It's an NDP. And, um, yeah, like the liberals, they don't often do well in in Alberta. Why do I think we're going to go into an election? Well, I do watch the news. And one of the things that struck me since the last election there. Uh, Our Prime Minister, Justin Trudeau, he grew this great big beard, right? Whatever, he's allowed to to grow a beard. There's a bunch of gray shot through it, but whatever. Last week he shaved it off. 
So now he looks baby-faced. If you want to do well, you want to look your best. And Trudeau looks better when he's clean-shaven. I'm not saying that all politicians have to be clean-shaven. No, no. Uh, but the ones that do well, they typically are. When was the last time you saw a Canadian Prime Minister or an American President with a mustache or a beard? You just don't see it. Okay? Um, the, Justin Trudeau having this beard, that's the first time I can remember uh, a Prime Minister looking that scruffy. Stephen Harper and Paul Martin and Jean Chrétien and uh, John Turner and Brian Mulroney and old man Trudeau, Pierre Elliott. Uh, well, Kim Campbell being a woman, of course, there's no facial hair, but, but every prime minister that I can remember, they're clean-shaven. In fact, every party leader that I can remember was clean-shaven, except for Jack Layton had a mustache. It actually looked pretty good on him. And uh, Jagmeet Singh has, he's got a beard. He's hes sick, Sikh. I think it's pronounced Sikh, though, but, you know, of uh, the Sikh, Sikh religion. And so they have, uh, they have a beard. Whatever. Looks good on him. The beard doesn't look good on Justin Trudeau, though. So he shaved it off. This is important because he wants that youthful look. Because here's a little bit of trivia for you. If you don't know this, don't look it up. But if I was to say to you, who's older, Justin Trudeau or Aaron O'Toole, the leader of the Conservative Party? Well, newsflash, it's actually Justin Trudeau. By a little over a year. Justin Trudeau is older than Aaron O'Toole. It doesn't look like it. It really doesn't. Aaron O'Toole, there's just no youthfulness to him. He looks like an old man. I'm not holding out a lot of hope for, for Mr. O'Toole. And this is where I said in the introduction, where I was going to say some things that maybe people weren't going to really agree with. This is currently, really, it's a two-horse race. It's between the Liberals and the Conservatives. Right now, the Liberals have got 155 seats. The Conservatives have got 119. Who's going to pick up some seats? Who's going to lose some seats? Well, if I'm a betting man, and in this case, well... I guess I'm going to bet on my podcast here. I'm not betting you money. But let's take a look at it. Who's going to win? The Liberals, okay? Everybody in Alberta is screaming at me right now. I've had people say that I'm out of my mind. You need to look at more than what's just in Alberta. Yeah, you know what? The Conservatives are going to win the vast majority of the seats in Alberta. But I don't think they're going to win them all. I really don't. I, I think that the Liberal Party is going to start making some inroads. 
That and the fact that I don't think Aaron O'Toole is really setting the world on fire. He doesn't inspire visions of a government. Not in me. I don't look at him and I don't see a prime minister. I see uh, Jagmeet Singh from the NDP. I, I see him more as a prime minister than Aaron O'Toole. I don't think Aaron, you know, and no, I'm not saying that the NDP is going to win. And I'm not saying that I'm voting for the NDP. I'm saying that if I was to just look at them, I would say that Jagmeet Singh looks more like a prime minister than Aaron O'Toole does. Aaron O'Toole just... God, it doesn't inspire anything in me. He looks tired. He looks like an old man. He's not. He's younger than I am. He's older than Justin Trudeau. Jagmeet Singh, he was born in 79. But let's look at the other party leaders. Uh, Maxime Bernier, if he runs again, I don't know. He, he had that uh, Canadian People's Party of Canada. Canadian Party people, I, whatever he called it. Uh, they were embarrassed in the last election. So will he run again? I don't know. But he was born in 63. He looks younger than Aaron O'Toole. Anime Paul from the Green Party. She's older than Aaron O'Toole, but comes across as much younger looking. And uh, Yves-Francois Blachette from the Bloc Québécois. Um, you know, he was born in 65, so he's the oldest. Well, actually, Bernier is older than him, but, you know, even he looks younger than Aaron O'Toole. Image matters, and... God, I hate saying that, but it does. It really does. This is your best face that you're putting forward. You gotta look the part. You gotta look good. And Aaron O'Toole doesn't. Now, this could change. How can that change? Well, whenever they have the debates, if they have... If they have they, they will have leaders' debates. So much can be decided there. How you perform. How you can land a big knockout blow. I look back at the presidential debate from 1984 between Walter Mondale and Ronald Reagan. And Ronald Reagan, you know, started off and was yeah, a little iffy. In the first debate, Mondoyle kicked his ass. But in the second debate, because everybody was talking about Reagan's age and how old he was, was he all there? And so that question was asked of Reagan at, at the debate and he said you know you're you know, is age a concern in this primary or in pardon me in this election and ronald reagan he landed the knockout blow he said you know what i am not going to bring age into this conversation 
I will not hold the youth and inexperience of my opponent against him. It was a crushing blow. Go back and watch it on YouTube. It's hilarious. It was so good that even Walter Mondale is laughing. He's laughing at the joke at his expense. It's over, right? It was a devastating blow. We're going to use this against Reagan. And Reagan just turned around and turned it on its heel, made a good joke about it. Not even a bad joke. That was a good joke. And easily destroyed Mondale in that election. This one coming up, I'm saying the Liberals win a majority. And an easy majority. I think they're going to get some seats in Alberta. I think they'll probably pick up some seats in, in Quebec. From the block. See, here's let's go back to the 2015 election. Okay? That, that was a clear, a clear liberal majority. You need 170. They had 184. Conservatives had 99, the bloc had 10. They were dead as a party, all right? New Democrats had 44, and the Green Party, they had one, Elizabeth, Elizabeth May's seat. Um, by the time the election rolled around in, in 2019, the Liberals went into that election. They'd lost some seats to various resignations and and whatnot they were down to 177 but i mean that's still a comfortable majority you still got you know a seven seat majority conservative party they lost some they were down to 95 uh the the new democrats they were down to uh 39 so they lost some seats the green party gained one and the uh maxime bernier had left the conservative party and formed his um People's Party. Um, and then there was a bunch of independents and there were some vacancies. After the election, okay, the Liberals, they were down to 155 seats. That's a spanking. They dropped 22 seats. They still had the most, but they dropped a lot. They lost a lot of votes too. Overall, they were down about a million, you know, almost a million votes. And the Conservatives, well, the Conservatives actually had more votes overall than the Liberal Party. And they gained, <coughs> you know, just about three quarters of a million votes. So they, they, they improved. But here's where the rub is. In Quebec, the Bloc came roaring back to life. They went from 10 seats, not even officially a party, because you need 12 to be recognized as a party, to 32. That's a pretty big rump right there. You know, 22 seats, well. Holy cow. The Greens gained an extra seat. All of the independents were uh, wiped out except for one. Uh, the Ju uh, Judy Wilson-Raybould, 
who had been in the Liberal government and was part of a big scandal there. This is part of what knocked Trudeau on his, on his butt in the last election. All these scandals. I get that, you know, the Conservative Party mismanaged their election. Was And Andrew Scheer was their leader. Was he rela relatable? I don't know. Didn't have a lot of charisma. I think he had more than Aaron O'Toole, though. He was a lot younger than Aaron O'Toole as well. Andrew Scheer was born in 79. Aaron O'Toole was born in 73. Andrew Scheer gained. Uh, how many seats did he gain? He gained uh, 26. He gained 26 seats. He gained three quarters of a million voters. And... Uh, well, they punted him because he didn't win the election. So they got rid of him. Anybody should have been able to beat the liberals in that last election. They, they, they really should have. Was Andrew Shear the guy? Well, I think he was more the guy than Aaron O'Toole was. So now we've got a minority government. Oh, the NDP, they got, they got smoked pretty good too. They, um, they lost uh, 15 seats in that election, but they kept their leader. Um, I don't know. I What's going to happen? Well, the Liberal Party has stayed fairly consistent. They still have the same leader. Conservatives have got... Um, Conservatives have got Aaron O'Toole now. The New Democrats, they've got Jagmeet Singh. I think the ND, the, the New Democrat Party, they're going to pick up some seats here and there. And it's not going to be at the expense of the Liberals. No, no. It will be at the expense of the Conservative Party. The Green Party, if you follow this at all, you're going to know that the Green Party right now is mired in controversy you've got the the brain trust the people behind the scenes of the green party they're actually going after their leader who's only been in place since december november december not very long she hasn't led them into an election they, i guess they don't like her so they're trying to punt her they're cutting off her funding for her riding that she's going to try and run in i mean really I had hopes for the Green Party. I thought that the Green Party would be able to make some sort of inroads. I'm not saying that they would make a, a great federal government. I don't think that they would. I think that they would be uh, a good party to have there to keep the party in power, whoever it happens to be, in line with some environmental stuff. That's really the future. The first party that can really have a good vision for 
for the country as a whole and also on the environment, that party will rule. They'll, they'll, they'll rule for 20 years and it won't be close. You got to be able to make it make sense for everybody. And the first party that can do that, I, I think that they will be a juggernaut. I thought maybe the Green Party could become that party. Not with this infighting. They'll be, I honestly believe that they'll, they'll be wiped out. I don't know if Elizabeth May is running in the next election or not. She probably won't. I could be wrong. I often am. But if Elizabeth, especially if, if Elizabeth May doesn't run in her writing again, because the only reason she keeps winning that writing is basically on the force of her personality alone. And if they lose that, they lose the writing. Sometimes that's what keeps a writing with a party. It's the force of the personality. I'll give you an example. In Edmonton, in Edmonton, Strathcona, David Kilgore, who started life off as a conservative and went over to the Liberal Party after the Conservative Party kicked him out when he voted against the GST, one of the very few politicians who has ever stood up to his party and said, no, my constituents do not want this. Well, they punted him for it. He sat as an independent for a little while. Didn't want to go right over to the Liberals because the Liberals were being led at that time by John Turner, who happened to be his brother-in-law. So he thought, yeah, that's a conflict. Man has principles. They convinced him to come over eventually. And David Kilgore would always, always, always win that writing. He beat Tim Upple was it two or three times and beat him fairly handily too. This is in Edmonton in Alberta and a liberal one multiple times easily. As soon as David Kilgore was no longer the candidate, Tim Upple won walking away, took the ride in. Force of personality. The other one in Alberta politics was the Fairview riding just north of where I'm at. Grant Notley held that riding for a very long time. That would be Rachel Notley's father. He, he would always win that riding. Sometimes he was the only opposition against the Peter Lawhey conservatives of the day. And I've read accounts of where the conservative people from that day, they kept telling the people in Fairview, don't get rid of Grant. We need him to, to keep us honest. And, you know, I guess, you know, he did a fairly good job. Uh, Grant Notley was, of course, killed in a plane crash just uh, north, south of High Prairie here. They crashed. He passed away. Uh, they had a by-election. And the NDP guy won. Because, you know, it's like, oh my God, you know, we just lost Grant Notley. But we're in, you know, we've had the NDP forever at that point. They'd had an NDP representative. So in the by-election, the, um, the NDP candidate won. 
But in the next general election, which wasn't too long after that, in the next general election, they lost them. They lost the writing. And it went to the Conservatives. And I'm pretty sure I'd have to look it up, and I haven't. Look at me all prepared. Uh, it, it, I'm sure it's been Conservative ever since. And to get that away from the, the uh, UCP right now, I, I don't know. So it's force of personality. Oh, here's the other one from federal politics. When when the NDP became the official opposition, it wasn't so much on their platform and everything. It was a lot of it on the force of Jack Layton's personality. I heard Jack Layton speak in person. I didn't necessarily agree with what he said, but I did respect what he said, and he said it well, very well articulated. As soon as, and, but then Jack didn't even get to to sit as um, the the official leader of the opposition because he had cancer. He passed away before Parliament came back into session. So he was running when he was um, really, really sick. Like, way sicker than, than was generally known. It's unfortunate. I think that, I, you know, you want to have a good government... You've got to have a good opposition. And that's, I don't think that the Conservative Party has been a particularly good opposition to the Liberal Party. In the last election, they, they, they certainly had enough to, they, they should have been able to win. They didn't. They improved drastically. I really believe that they should have given Andrew Shear another kick at the can. Maintain that stability. That's what people like to see. Stability. So I'm calling it right now. I'm saying that the Liberal Party of Canada is A, going to win a majority, that the uh the new democrat part oh also that the liberal party will get seats in alberta i'm saying that the new democrats are going to gain some seats the bloc will lose some seats and the conservatives are going to lose a whole bunch of seats i've heard some people say that the conservatives will get less than 100 seats that's they're going to lose 19 seats in this election Nineteen seats. I I think that you know they'll they'll lose some of their Quebec seats, probably to the Liberals. And the Green Party, like I said, it depends. If Elizabeth May runs again, she'll probably keep her seat based on her personality. But if she's not running, I you know the 
the Green Party will be toast. Absolutely toast. Force of personality. It's important. Justin Trudeau, like him or hate him, and being in Alberta, most people hate the man. And in some cases, with good reason. He's got personality. Aaron O'Toole, he doesn't come across as having a personality. That was part of Andrew Shearer's problem as well. They come across as plastic. Justin Trudeau's got a personality. He likes Star Wars, for goodness sakes. Yes, he wears funny socks. He does a lot of dumb stuff, too. But he's going to win the next election. He's going to have a majority. And then, you know, the Conservative Party will probably dump their leader again. I don't know. Who's in the Conservative Party that's going to take over? Maybe Pierre Poulvier? Michelle Garner out of Calgary? That'd be interesting. At least those two people, I'm not, and I'm not saying that they're great politicians. They ask some pointed questions. They've got personality. This is where the debate can come in handy. You can lose an election. You can win an election in the debate. Let your personality come through. Your true personality. And again, this is what ended up wrecking Stephen Harper the first time he ran against, well, the only time really that he ran against Justin Trudeau there as leader. Justin Trudeau was oozing personality and charisma. Just like his father, he used it well. Stephen Harper, not so much. Smart guy. I don't agree with everything that he's said since he's left office. He said, you know, but I still think he's a pretty smart guy. You can admit that somebody's a smart guy but not like them. So there you go. Take that to the bank. Liberal majority, liberal seats in Alberta. Conservatives lose a lot of seats. Bloc loses seats. New Democrats gain seats. And the Green Party wiped out. There you go. All right, so that concludes this episode of Crazy James Speaks. Thank you for tuning in. Hopefully there's more of you this time than last time. Hey, Jake, giving you a shout out, buddy. I told you I was going to do one today. And we'll talk to you next time on Crazy James Speaks.